was called off, called a draw, and all agreed to forget what they saw. We, once one, now live divided, just as the old ones decided. So listen close as night usurps day to these tales from the Bluebell Cafe. Be seated. And let the trial of Jules Manalo Alvarez commence. The charges against the accused are as follows. Misusing magic for personal gain, revealing the existence of magic to the mortal realm, revealing the existence of Fae to several mortals, and, most egregiously, the murder of Queen Titania of the High Fae. Queen Titania was a member of the High Council, and one of the last remaining of the Old Ones. She was well-loved and is much missed. How does the accused respond to the charges? Um, can I respond to each individual charge, or do I have to just respond to all at once? You must respond to all at once. But, you know, hypothetically, if someone were to be charged with multiple crimes, but this person, not me, this is hypothetical, um, that person only committed some of those crimes... What if they wanted to plead guilty to just the ones they committed, but not the ones that they didn't commit? Hypothetically. This is a trial, not a negotiation. We are not interested in revising a justice system that has worked for us for millennia because of the criticisms of a young hybrid. Okay, then. I plead not guilty. Very well. Then each side may present three witnesses and any evidence they have gathered to support their case. The accusers may present their first witness. Thank you, Visra. I, Siobhan, will speak for the Council on this matter. Our first witness is Malcolm, a young dryad who worked in Titania's palace. Malcolm! Rise and come to the stage. Malcolm, do you swear to speak only the truth while you are on the stage? Yes. Good. Now, why were you invited to be a witness today? As Lady Siobhan said... I used to work for Queen Titania. I was the one who found her... her body. That must have been difficult for you. Why don't you tell us what happened? Well, I got to work in the morning. Just after sunrise. I personally attend to Queen Titania every morning, waking her up and bringing her tea, which I make myself. That morning... Uh, before stepping foot inside, I could smell an ungodly stench coming from under her door. I opened a door, and what I saw inside was truly horrifying. Queen Titania lay dead in her bed, 
impaled through the heart by a dagger. Powerfully enchanted like I've never seen before. Maybe we were wrong. Maybe Titania really is dead. Don't worry. He's not telling the truth. I thought magic folk couldn't lie if they swore. Technically, no. But we can believe something is true even when it's not. And we can tell half-truths and omit information, which I think amounts to the same thing as what mortals would call lying. Then what's the point in having people swear to tell the truth? I could ask the same of the court systems in the mortal world. I, of course, immediately notified the High Council. Yes, and we thank you for your promptness. Because of that, we were able to get our best detective on the case. Second best. <laughs> Clay, if I didn't know better, I'd say you sound jealous. Good thing you know better, then. Which brings us to our next witness. Detective Morstan. Malcolm, step down from the stage. You may return to your seat. Detective Morstan, rise and ascend to the stage. Detective Morstan, do you swear to speak only the truth while you are on the stage? I do. Good. Now, tell us what you saw when you got to the scene of the crime. As Malcolm said, when we got there, Titania's body was in her bed, stabbed through the heart with a dagger. We noticed that the window was open, the likely escape route. Unfortunately, our examiner estimated the time of death to be around midnight, so the intruder was long gone. But most importantly, we noticed that there was a magical inscription on the wall. It reads as follows. <clears throat> For too long, the old ones have ruled with an iron fist. As the true heir to the throne, I will take what is rightfully mine and usher in a new era, the era of hybrids. Signed, the eldest child of Queen Titania. Titania had a child? That sounds strange. Hybrids are a disease. Talk about heavy-handed. Can you imagine me writing that? Of course. Our first thought was Titania's only known offspring, the very clay sitting on the defendant's bench. But he had a rock-solid alibi, as he happened to be working the graveyard shift that evening, and in any case, he's no hybrid. But the fact that it must have been a bloodline relative of Titania seems obvious. The strength of the enchantment on the dagger surely could have only come from her offspring. Objection. There should be no room for speculation in these statements. Your concern is noted. Rest assured that the final judgment will be based solely on facts. In any case, we struggled to move forward with the case for a while, since we had no other prior knowledge that Titania had any other living children. Fortunately, we received a tip from a close confidant of Titania's. Thank you, Detective Morstan. You may step down from the stage. My pleasure. I counsel. You may call your final witness. Thank you, Vizra. Our final witness happens to be the same helpful individual who aided Detective Morstan in their investigation. Renata Mayweather. 
traitor. Or anatomy with her. Ascend the stage. Aunt Renata? You both know her? Renata Mayweather. Anya, how do you know her? Do you swear to speak only the truth while you are on the stage? You'll know soon enough. I do. You may present your statement. I was a close friend of Titania for millennia. We were children together. I attended all of her weddings, even the one that took place in the mortal world. <gasps> Titania used to travel to the mortal world to gain information about mortals to help protect us and keep our world safe. But on one such trip, she met and fell in love with a mortal man. She lived with him, married him, and bore him a child that they named Jules Manolo Alvarez. <gasps> I met the child myself. What? What did she just say? Queen Titania bore a hybrid? I don't believe any of this. Where's the proof? This is ridiculous. Oh, of course. It all makes sense. How could she do this? Order in the hall! Renata, continue with your statement. The man was the proprietor of a shop called the Bluebell Cafe. Titania eventually appeared to come to her senses and returned to Parima with me, after much convincing on my part. I, unbeknownst to her, continued to keep an eye on Jules. They inherited the café when their father passed. They appeared to live a normal life. However, I discovered that they were angry at Titania for abandoning them— they wanted revenge. So they have been infiltrating our world, plotting a rebellion against our leaders, the High Council. The inscription at the scene of the crime confirms it. They have killed their own mother for revenge, and they will follow suit with the rest of our High Council if they do not face their punishment today. Lies. Silence! You will have your chance to speak. Renata. You may step down from the stage. I counsel. Have you any additional evidence to present? No, Vizra. We believe our witness's testimony speaks well enough alone. Very well. Then the defense may call their first witness to the stage. All right, Jules. Just like how we practiced. <sighs> I would like to call my friend Irida Choi to the stage. Irida Choi! Rise and come to the stage. Do you swear to speak only the truth while you are on the stage? I do. We would like to call into question the veracity of any statements this witness makes on the stage. As we all know, hybrids are not magic-bound to honor their swears as purebloods are. I may not be bound by magic, but I assure you I am bound by my own honor. The honor of a hybrid? 
How reassuring. I counsel. You are our arbiters of justice. Shall we hear the statement from this witness? How is it fair that they get to decide what the rules are in a game that they're playing? Who said anything about fair? We have come to a decision. Though there is no magical guarantee of this witness's truth, it is the custom to allow three witnesses on both sides, and we will not deny the accused this right. We will hear the statement and treat it with the appropriate caution. Very well. Here at a choy. You may present your statement. First, I wanted to ask, how did you know I was a hybrid? Usually no one can tell unless I tell them first. You are a witness. You are here to witness, not to question. You must present your statement and nothing else. Right. Well, as Jules said, we're friends. Jules is the type of person to try to help others, even if it inconveniences them. They believe everybody has a story, and every story has value. They stand up for others, even at the risk of their own safety, because they believe that others are worth standing up for. Jules could never be capable of murder, because it goes against everything they believe in, and everything they do. Is that the end of your statement? Yes. I see. Then step off the stage, and the defense may call their next witness. I'm sorry. I totally botched that, didn't I? You did great. I call my half-brother Clay as my next witness. Clay! Ascend the stage! Clay, do you swear to speak only the truth while on the stage? I do. Then you may present your statement. I'm Jules' half-brother. I'm also a detective formerly employed by the High Council to investigate Jules' alleged involvement with the murder of Queen Titania. As you learned from a previous witness, Titania was Jules' mother. She was my mother as well. The High Council would have you believe that Jules is a ruthless, matricidal rebel. In my investigation, however, I discovered the real Jules, a straightforward klutz, and a kind, hopeful person who had the misfortune of being caught between two worlds. I testify before you today that, prior to them being charged with these crimes, Jules had little to no knowledge of Parima, and in fact, had never stepped foot here before. And if this is not enough to convince you, I have reason to believe Titania is alive. I regret that we are not able to provide more tangible proof at this time, but I have sworn to tell the truth and I am bound by that. I truly believe that our mother still lives and her presence will prove Jules' innocence. If she is listening, I hope she will step forward and do her duty as a mother to protect her child.
It seems she has not come. Pity. Clay, step down. The defense may call their final witness to the stage. Thanks, Clay. I call Anya Fairwinds as my final witness. Anya Fairwinds, rise and ascend the stage. Anya, do you swear to speak only the truth while you are on the stage? I do. Then you may present your statement. I've thought about this moment for quite a while. When I am finally given the opportunity to speak not only in front of the old ones, but also a crowd of the most politically involved citizens of Parima, what would I say? How would I begin? I decided the best way to start is with the facts. I have spent many years investigating the old ones. I have gathered knowledge and wisdom. And now it is my time to speak. I shall hear no interruptions, for I am Queen Titania of the High Fae, first of her kind, the Watcher in the Woods, and I am alive. I was among the first of the old ones, when we were young and not old, when we were many and not few. I watched as, over the years, my friends chose to give up their lives to become mortal, and I could not understand why. I had mortal friends, even mortal family for some time, but I was never persuaded to give up what I viewed as an integral part of my identity. I began to believe what other old ones around me said, that mortals were dangerous and evil, and once our blood was fully mixed with theirs, once the old ones no longer lived, we would have lost. So we waged wars, and we lost more to this violence than we could ever have to love. Still, I was blinded by my grief and my hate. I was chosen to spy in the mortal world so we could learn more about them and eventually launch a final war. A war that we would win. I spied for them, but as I did, I learned how wrong I was. The mortals were not trying to erase us or our culture. They barely remember us, only as tales and legends. Those that do still believe we exist love us. They are fascinated and curious and loving. How could I report what I had learned about them so we could crush them? I couldn't. I knew that the rest of the High Council would not be pleased by my new way of thinking, but I had to try. They only wanted violence and refused my talks of peace. It is true that on that night, an assassin came to kill me in my sleep. It was not Jules, and in fact, I have reason to believe that they were sent by the old ones themselves. But, of course, they were no match for me. Honestly, I was a bit offended that anyone thought they would be. I took the life of the assassin and used my illusion magic to make their body look like mine, to buy me more time in escaping from my home, which I was no longer safe in. Little did I know that the High Council would accuse my own child of the crime, 
So I stand here before you today to tell you that I and the High Council have parted ways. They plan to openly declare war against a people who we have no true quarrel with. I plan to reopen our communication with mortals and negotiate a peace between our lands. Now you know the whole truth. There is no way any of this can be true. Ha! I knew it! Jules is innocent. What just happened? I don't know. Silence! The trial has not ended! That was certainly a lot of information. Anya, I mean, Queen Titania, you may descend from the stage. High Council, how much time will you need to deliberate? None. None? None. We will give our verdict now. Very well. The High Council will now present their verdict. The evidence presented before us for the charge of murder is straightforward. Jules Manalo Alvarez is hereby found not guilty for the murder of Queen Titania. The other charges have inconclusive evidence, so they will be dismissed. The defense now has full access to their powers once more. Finally! As for the matter of Titania faking her own death, while not a crime in itself, the reasoning provided and allegations of conspiracy within other members of the High Council is a serious accusation. I wish to detain Titania until another trial can be convened to investigate the sources of these accusations. This can only be accomplished by a majority vote of the Council. There are now six of us, since Titania has renounced her position, so it will need four votes to pass. I vote aye. I vote aye. I vote aye. I vote nay. I vote nay. I vote aye. The motion has passed. Guards, detain Queen Titania. You will regret this, High Council. Take her to her chambers. Take care that she is comfortable, but ensure that she can't escape. Mom! The trial is over. You may all exit. Wait, Mom! Jules, stop. There's nothing we can do right now. Clay's right. Let's get back to the cafe and regroup. Come on, let's go out the back. I don't think we want to be in that crowd. At least it shows she cares about you, right? Silver lining? It doesn't feel right. I can't see her giving herself up like this. Well, she just did. Sorry, that was harsh. Here's the exit.
I'm sorry, I couldn't risk you crying out. I'll remove the spell, but nod if you promise not to say anything. Good. I hear you've met Zaim and Huron already. They've been planted as guards for months now. Didn't they do a great job? Hi. Good to see you again. What? You promised. You can't go back to the cafe. They will not forgive what happened here today. I'll keep you safe as long as I can. I'm sorry. Zame, take them to the safe house. I'll be there as soon as I can. Yes, ma'am. Well, where are you going? I need to pay a visit to an old friend. Episode 9, The High Council v. Jules Manalo Alvarez, was written, directed, and sound edited by Kiana Triana, with script edits by David Wu and Perry Pering, and music by Tamar Chimenian. This episode featured Kiana Triana as Jules, Frank Zinches as Clay, Faye Holiday as Anya, Ella Ree as Irida, Frank Driscoll as Malcolm, Ryan Lee as Detective Morstan, Haynes Orock as Renata Mayweather, Benjamin as Crowd Number One, Samantha Georgette Reed as Crowd Number Two, Brady Allen as Crowd Number Three, Faith Jacobs as Crowd Number Four, Iris Visser as Siobhan, Ari Delin as Razo, Michael Rempel as Largefoot, Nathan Waltering as Bo, Drew Hogan as Hector, Floyd Nazarino as Makoto, Val Cha as Zame, Paul Reinbach as Huron, and Brad Colebrook as Vizra. If you enjoy our show, please support us by subscribing to us through your preferred podcasting app, following us on social media, or checking out our website. Thank you for listening! <laughs>